When someone boasts about his virtues, do not try to help him by reproving him, for a man cannot love showing off and at the same time love the truth. Good morning, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Oof, 11.32, putting back the, the heavy... <laughs> extra weight of stuff in the pack because I went to Mercadona I take that off <coughs> on that day on the long days anyway anyway so just at uh, Mozart uh, 17 the 17 piano concerto yeah I can feel the weight this is a good weight so yeah I'll definitely Mozart just do one more after that I think <coughs> not to get to carry it away uh, now the question is, do I take a hat or not? Ah, I'm debating. That's about one hour. I think I won't. I'm going to enjoy the luxury of not having to have it on. Alright, let me pull the shoulder straps. <coughs> the weight of the pack is definitely pulling it down. <coughs> anyway, I want to start with a silly anecdote, but uh, <coughs> pertinent I feel nonetheless. So, I would think that some of you, maybe all of you, know what couscous is. If not, it's basically pasta cut into uh, big grains of sand, basically, <coughs> if you don't know. And so, the, the way to do it is, it's one of the easiest grains to cook. As it turns out, it is the uh, easiest, <laughs> guaranteed now. But uh, the way I would do it, I would do one and a half times water by volume to <coughs> to the couscous <coughs> but as of late I find myself adding more water <coughs> and uh, <coughs> oh, it feels very nice outside and so one thing I've done with the vermicelli vermicelli is uh, those are very skinny you know pasta the the flimsiest of all the pasta that you put in soup normally and what I've done is the idea of uh, pasta sticking, you know, is a theme. And you hear things like, well, you know, all you have to do is, uh, you know, put oil and, well, if you just, you don't have to put oil, you just stir them for the first couple of minutes while it's boiling. <clears throat> and once you get to that basic cooking, <clears throat> then they don't stick anymore. But you have to get through that. So that's, that's the safest, simplest way. What do we have here? Hold on, let me, let me get this thing. It looks like this gun has gone the wrong way. <coughs> anyway. <coughs> so, one thing I've done was to soak up the vermicelli in water before. I'm being like, I'm wondering if do, by doing that, I may not just not get rid of the whole sticking problem. And fair enough, it took care of it. So I was like with the couscous, I'm like, well, I'm going to do the same. So I'm doing that. Again, for, to cook couscous, you just bring it to a boil, the couscous, stir it, and then put the lid on, turn the stove off, and five, ten minutes later, it's done. There's nothing else to do, the least energy to be used. But as it turns out, <clears throat> all you have to do is rehydrate it, because it's already cooked. <clears throat> 
you know? Uh, anyway, it's interesting. So I'm wondering if some of the pasta stuff... Uh, I don't know if some brands of pasta, but anyway, regardless. So it's pretty cool. So you don't even need to use energy to do it. Of course, unless you're making couscous, using uh, couscous instead of bulgur wheat, or cracked bulgur wheat, which is normally the... Which is very nice. It's a nice. It's a it's a wheat grain, <clears throat> and it's just cracked, kind of like steel cut oats, basically. <clears throat> but you could do that, and you wouldn't need, you wouldn't need any heat at all, actually, to do it. Anyway, I said it was pretty cool. <clears throat> so as I'm about to go on, the, I was thinking of option today, but uh, there's a chance we may get rain tomorrow, <clears throat> so. I'm gonna stick up, stick with my initial plan, which is I'm gonna do my nice uh, one hour or so big up and down. <clears throat> and you'd be like, but Anthony, it's 11:30. Shouldn't Juan be there? And shouldn't you all be making bread? <clears throat> Funny you should ask. Uh, he texted me yesterday because of the change of forecast. That was kind of new. This possible chance of rain. And so he's gonna put abono, which is I forgot if it's the wheat killer or the fertilizer. So they only allowed to use the wheat killer just around the the tree well basically. Further in the field they're not allowed to. They have to uh, manage other ways, which is very interesting. They are not allowed uh, to use those chemicals on a wide scale. So I forgot which it is, but basically yesterday the day before yesterday was unable to uh, to go because it was too damp and so it's apparently a good time to do it so which is great you know that he contacted me to let me know that so <clears throat> that was good so that's why I changed and also yesterday he called me when I was about to head out being like I'm bored I can't go to my field you know what if I come and cut those trees I'm like well I'm about to go on a walk but you know you can if you want to sure and so, when I came back, it was still there, you know, so for about two hours or whatever, and it was cutting this big branch of the walnut tree with the handsaw, with an extension. It was on top of his car. Very interesting, very cute. I would not have. I mean, the amount of time it would take to do that. Anyway, so he's, a, he's definitely a working horse, this guy. You know, he has to be busy. If not, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Remind me of somebody, maybe. Anyway, so same forbid, but you know, when I came back from the walk, there was some stuff that I was doing. And so at one point, you're calling me, it's like, yeah, yeah, give me a minute, I'll be there in a minute. And when I came out, he kind of had done the stuff, he didn't wait. <coughs> so it was kind of like, I kind of knew a little bit what his reaction was going to be because he was like, hey, I called you, how come you didn't come? I said, like I was doing something, I was telling you, just wait a minute, you know. He didn't say it was an emergency. <clears throat> so he definitely has trouble to put his needs in context along with others, you know. And possibly thinking, you know, maybe, well, here I'm coming to do that stuff and I just need your help here and how come you don't come right away? Anyway, I was also mindful of it, thinking later and I was like, were well, you a little bit, you know, like stubborn? 
you know and I'm not sure meaning like why well, couldn't I have gone I could have gone you know I could have stopped what I was doing when he left I was on the pot so that I couldn't help but you know the other stuff I could have but uh, yeah I chose to <clears throat> yeah I chose to somehow to make a stand for that but it was you know it was quite peaceful and I think for me in the past, if I'd made that choice and anything would have happened, I would have felt conflicted, I would have felt guilty, you know, and kind of ashamed. And I didn't in this case. So I think it's definitely important to be very clear uh, in terms of why I do what I'm doing <clears throat> and to make sure that it's not really or the least emotionally charged as possible. I think it makes for stronger more resolute decision as far as I'm concerned anyway so but yeah they came I cleaned up all the stuff because it was uh, in the olive trees uh, oleander Adelpho or Adelpha I think it's Adelpha uh, and then took those the trunks of the almond tree that I'd stripped so and I kind of uh, yeah put all of that away I may do a little bit more of that today and I may rake also the property today, so which would be good. <coughs> anyway, so it was nice too yesterday afternoon. I had a amazing little nap on a swing set outside. It was wonderful. I could have actually had a need of the blanket. Today I'm not sure. They say it's supposed to be 23, 23, 22, <laughs> 23. So if you get there. More than likely, I won't be needing. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, more than likely planning to do that again. <clears throat> and yesterday, so after the nap, uh, well, I basically chose to stay around the property and to listen to podcasts and some whatever I whatever else I listen to, and then just to yeah to to play around the property. So I was there for a while, then I got myself a nice uh, shaving again, top, bottom, beard and hair, so which meant a shower. And uh, so it was kind of a nice, nice second wave. And I guess it feels good. Uh, I have to see. If I have to choose, I do value productivity. You know, <clears throat> I do value that. It feels good, basically. That's the only thing that I'm basing that off, and I don't have any other rule to, to gauge that, but it just feels good to hold on. Get my sunglasses off. I don't need it. I'm in the trees right now, going up. So it was nice. Nice. Uh, Nice evening, beautiful, the light, but I did go, uh, I take, take a little walk after the shower because I was feeling a little cool, you know, it was kind of a, getting a little cool when the sun was kind of setting and, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to stay cool quite yet. So I took the recycling and then took a nice little walk, <clears throat> listening to some Nocturne from Bifore. Very interesting as of late. Uh, I'm really kind of diving back into classical music. 
with a vengeance uh, like the, the piano concerto I don't know how many hours I've been listening to the Mozart which I really like actually I got also I downloaded his Requiem and I was thinking to me it's like when I listen to that it is just so much more expensive than the ninth of uh, of Beethoven I don't know there's something about Mozart to me that's just is it doesn't have a size you know it's I don't know it almost feels like bigger than life I don't know I just it's effortless you know there's something about aggressiveness to me in uh, in some of Beethoven some of the passages from his music that just I don't know but it's just uh, it's I don't know I, I just uh, it just takes me off the right way listening to Mozart. Uh, I'm kind of still buzzing a little bit in my head. Anyway, but the Requiem, yeah, I'll start to listen to that again. Anyway, so it's very interesting. It's uh, foraying back into classical music for a while. I wasn't able to get back into, you know, and now. Yeah, it's kind of taking front seat again. So I guess kind of my uh, my hibernation process, you know, that kind of music, I guess, is feeding. I have a feeling come spring, it's going to be a different tune, you know. Not that I have that many. You know, my, my selection of music has narrowed quite a bit. You know, there's really some stuff that I'm like, do I really want to listen to that? And... Hmm. When it is definitely not the interesting, so I like the idea. I mean, it's not like I only have three or four albums, but in the age of Spotify and iTunes, you know, it is so easy to have a shitload of albums, songs, and God knows what on your on your phone. So, and I have the room, you know, I have 158, 120, 128 gig. So I think it's that, yeah, yeah, 32, 64, 128, which for me is definitely more than plenty. Sometimes I even wonder if I may not have, uh, you know, too much of a phone for what I do. <laughs> you know, Duolingo, podcast, music, uh, yeah, that's about it. And what's up? That's really mostly it, really. Well, I mean, YouTube, I might, you know. But with Spotify, it's kind of, to me, it's rendering YouTube a little bit obsolete on the music side. Outside of a few pieces that are just like uh, Whispering a Prayer by uh, Stevie Vai. I really like that version. And I haven't found it on... Uh, Spotify, they don't have that live one in New York, which is where he performed it. I really like what he did then. <coughs> but yeah, it's, you know, and of course, you know, the I iPhone and the iPad are synchronized, so there is that, but does it really matter, actually, now that I think about it? I don't know. For what I do, I mean, I don't do photo, I don't do videos, you know, I, I don't know. 
I, I WhatsApp is only on my phone, so I'm not sure, you know. I'm not sure it's going to make sense in the future for me to, uh, for what I use those devices for, to justify Apple. I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tablet, the only thing different is I have Netflix. And that's about it. So we'll see. But yeah, I may not have a case. And it is quite, quite a bit more pricey, right? Uh, an iPhone. So I don't know. Anyway, but I don't have to decide for now because outside of the Duolingo on the, the tablet messing up, there's nothing else on the tablet that I have problem with, which is really weird. It's just Duolingo. Like the screen froze this morning. So, but when I watch movie, when I watch Netflix, when I go on the internet, you know, whatever else I do on the tablet, when I read, there are no issues. That's the only thing is Duolingo. But it's not happening on the phone, on Duolingo, anyway. So, anyway, regardless. The screen is holding very well, you know, on the, on the tablet from the guys in Hamilena. So I'm glad, again, I got it done there. Even though I had to go back t twice more to get the thing really fixed. Actually, hold on, I had to go back three more times, right? One, because there was something that was not, when the new screen was pasted, there was some kind of glue or something that wasn't done right, so there was a streak there. And then the button came off uh, twice. So, so yeah. But it got fixed, and that's the beauty of, uh, you know, you do it locally, people you can trust, and they stand behind, and they, you know, they took care of it. So I could not have asked for something better. So at the end, you know, it's uh, it's doing beautifully. I don't know though why I have some specs on that screen, which is weird. So you know, when the new screen get put on, beautiful, pristine, super clean. And now there are a few black specs, but I'm like, how did they get in? I can't get them off. So I don't understand. There must have been something inside. I don't know, it's weird. But you know, not a big deal. They're very, very small specs, but a few of them scattered doesn't affect the movie it only i'm wondering if it could be a screen defect actually huh, i didn't think about that yeah i didn't think about that and i think i'm mostly aware of it on duolingo but uh yeah the tablet is doing amazing so oh yeah yesterday i tried to look for a waterproof case for the phone that's something that we'll more than likely get uh, to waterproof it for this Camino. Too many issues with the screen getting wet, not being able to do anything. So uh, I'm going to be looking at that. I'll have to maybe ask. I'm wondering if Pilar, Pilar might have something actually that I might ask. I'm not sure. I don't think she used it. She had one. I remember when, when we met on the Camino. And uh, she kind of offered it to me, but I was like, I'm good, I got my, my stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, I kind of need something for the Camino with a little more. Because again, being in this situation to where, you know, being on a trail, going backward, not having landmark, not being signalized, 
Oh, there is a another tree that fell. Yeah, let's look for you, that pine. Anyway. So that and a pair of crocs. They didn't have a crocs and they didn't have they had a kind of a thing that would have worked, but it looks too flimsy. I was like, yeah, that's not gonna last. I want something that kind of snap. That feels more solid than that. You know. I don't care at that point about something too cheap. But it looks like it would have done it otherwise. Yeah, outside of being a little too flimsy. <clears throat> anyway. So really outside of that, uh, I don't really, I'm not really anywhere else, you know, from time to time, you know, I might think about, think about a little bit, you know, oh, about the uh, upcoming, you know, Caminos. Not that there's much to think about, really. Not that there is much. I am, I am stuttering, I'm slumbering in my speech. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of a, such a simple repetitive routine that I'm on to. I think feeling a little bit the, the time that I'm putting on the languages, you know, which is, you know, quite a bit. So, you know, considering it's almost six hours from when I get up to when I have breakfast and we're looking at about it's a little bit more than an hour now. Yoga. Let's say it's even an hour and a half. I doubt it. But I'm actually an hour and a quarter. But it still gives me four and three quarters of doing languages. And uh, yeah. I think I may be feeling a little bit. And I think when I start to walk, it'll be something that, you know, initially <laughs> there will be a sense of relief. But then it would be the other extreme because I just won't have the time. Mostly, actually, I did make the time last fall. So, you know, in, in a, for a lot of many days, I will have the time to mostly do not not what I'm doing now, but you know, to put between two and three hours. Actually, more than likely, easily three hours to four. You know, because there won't be a, there won't be a need for me to leave before like nine in the morning. So I'll still get decent air time, but it'd be more than likely, I'll be more psyched about it because it'll be, yeah, there won't be, there won't be as much kanji practice. That's it. That's the only thing that's gonna really change. I mean, right now I'm doing a 30 minute, 45, one hour. My goodness, is it one and one hour and 45 minutes of kanji <laughs> a day? I think. Well, anyway. So it's a little muddy here. So my foot slipped a little bit earlier. I'm not sure what I said, but so, which is of course understandable. So with all the rain we've had, according to the local guy, around 80 liters. So whatever that means in terms of the average and but it sounds like a pretty good chunk of change. But yeah, my life is a, uh, whoop, the tree. The, the head, headset rubbed against the branch that I didn't see because I'm looking down.
so yeah my my dad are pretty light obviously you know the big thing before was Pilar you know she would just be around me and I would think and you know there would be the blues about it and you know sadness and confusion and little things but that being gone you know there's a, so a few people you know float around me but it's just uh, very inobtrusive you know they just it's very light it's very distant so it's very spacious right now and I don't really have anything you know anyone I mean uh, in terms of pending you know I have the car inspection on the 6th which is perfect at 12.30 so I'll be able to get my morning done and uh, and then the inheritance so I haven't heard anything in a while but I guess now they kind of need to basically sell the house so and I get I have all the sisters which I'm completely out of touch in terms of if everybody's on board But that's about it, you know. There's really nothing else. From time to time, I think about trying to withdraw some cash, you know, because uh, obviously I'm fine until Greece because, you know, I'll be in Europe. But if I do go to Turkey, uh, somehow I kind of like the idea of spending the next winter in Greece, you know, finding a place. Obviously, you kind of know what I need. A kitchen, internet would be nice, but basically hills, nature, and of course it would be temperate, un clima templado, yeah? So over there in Greece, you know, it's pretty calm, that whole part of the Mediterranean. So, Not quite there, guys. Still, still a few minutes left. Not much, though. So, yeah, kind of like the idea. You know, Greece has been... Well, I guess... I don't know. There's a part of me that's... The idea of Athens. Kind of like the pyramids. Thinking of tourism, and it's kind of like a deterrent. It's kind of like a huge deterrent for me. It's like a... Bleh. It's like such an anchor. Kind of making it hard to move forward. But, of course... You don't need to be in Athens to be in Greece, so I know, I know that anyway, that there are going to be beautiful spots, you know, more than likely not too far from the water, I have a feeling. So, and I haven't done any research, but, you know, I may start to Google things like cheapest places to spend the winter and see what's out there, what shows up. But I like the idea of, yeah, putting myself down in Greece. I've never been in that country and uh, I mean it would be a good chunk of change for me to walk from here you know to southern Italy to take a boat I'm assuming some kind of a boat or ferry to go from Italy to Greece uh, yeah that would be uh, that would easily be four to five months I'm thinking, unless somehow I skip friends, you know, take a bus and cut across. We'll see. But uh, anyway, 
But like I said, that's so far down the road, I don't even know if I'll be on a Camino, you know? I mean, it's probable. It's likely. The likelihood is high, but you never know what can happen. You know? You never know. Look, when I met Jenny, you know, I was actually considering going back to France. <coughs> Hold on. Thought I heard some voices. I'm almost to the top, at the top. Anyway. <coughs> and I guess that stuff could still happen, you know. An encounter could, uh, in French, they would say bouleverse, overwhelm, you know, change the course of my life. And I'm still, you know, that's still feasible. That's still a possibility. But I think a part of me has become much more cynical when it comes to that game, you know, in terms of showing up for it. And I don't think I have as much to offer. I mean, obviously, we're still in winter, though it doesn't feel like it today. <laughs> You're breaking quite a sweat, regretting not having worn my uh, my older T-shirt to sweat in instead of the one I just put on last night. But uh, of co of course things can change, you know. But I, I really doubt it. I really doubt it. Almost there, guys. Almost at my main top, <coughs> cumbre, he llegado a la cumbre, a la cima, ao topo in Portuguese, yeah, yeah, that's a good, definitely good weight, I can definitely feel it now, the last kilo that I've added, just uh, feels, yeah, you, you can feel it to so the legs, you know. I'm getting a good, uh, good, good workout here. So I think my legs are going to be where they are doing great. I haven't had anything, no concern. I think I had something at one point, like one of my legs. I felt a weird kind of a discomfort, but it was just a, a glitch somehow because it, I've never had that before, and that was gone. And I think. You know, my rhythm, where I'm at, the cadence is so important to me, you know, to find, oh, there is somebody ahead. There's a helmet, it looks like, yeah, so more than I can on the bike. But, you know, I'm not anymore into this kind of crazy stuff. Uh, obviously, my pace, my pace was very good uh, last year. Very, very good. You know, around 5k an hour, that's, that's pretty solid day in, day out. Uh, and again, up and down didn't seem to matter much. In the extreme kind of terrain, you only have them in limited supply. So, hold on. <coughs> Hola. Hola, buenos días. <coughs> I wasn't sure for a second. Those uh, all the fellows look foreigners. No, no, when you answer, it was like, no, that's a Spaniard answering. Anyway, I'm gonna go going in and out of the shade now, which is one of the reasons why I justified not 
taking my sun hat because it's wonderful to have it, but it does become a little sewn at the same time too. Still 10 times better than not to have anything, not to have any protection. Anyway, so, oh yes, yesterday Mercadona, you know, something that I've definitely been mindful is to just buy what you're looking for, nothing else. That's all I get, my four liters of milk and then one kilo of whole wheat flour. I don't know why Dia, well I know why more than likely, why Dia doesn't sell it anymore because it's not selling, right? Obviously, if people were asking for it, they would, they would carry it, but anyway. And like I said, I'm running down the, the last kilo of white flour, and after that, no more white flour. And I'm more than likely about ready to move to 50 grams of white flour to 550 of whole grain between spelt and whole wheat flour. Yeah, it's actually, to give you an idea, it's like 91 cents, of course, euro, eh, for a kilo of the whole, whole wheat, and the spelta is around 130. I think it's a lot cheaper than in the US. So a pound, that would be like 80 cents a pound for the spelt, and I think it's way more than that in the US. Kind of forgot, you know, that really in Spain, Spain and Portugal, both of them, you know, France is more, you know, I think I think overall you could say it is more, but it's not bad. <coughs> but the, the prices are, even though I'm, I'm seeing them going up, you know, but that's, you know, just a normal cost of living, right? I mean, it doesn't matter either way. It's something that I'm used to. But it's uh, the way that I eat, you know. Even like yesterday, I was like, oh yeah, that's right, pull a little piece of, you know, my... 30 grams of uh, salmon, so pulled that out last night, and then just, all I do, put a little bit of water, and kind of steam it, no salt, nothing, just that, <coughs> it's a very small, little slice sliver of fish, almost like a sashimi, but it's not raw, yeah, I wouldn't want to eat it raw, anyway, the breakfasts are amazing, I really, really like my breakfast, the hummus I made, mm, uh, two was that two days ago, I guess? Yeah, two days ago. Uh, too salty, wow, too salty. So next time I just won't add any more salt because of the the brass, you know, from the beans, but <coughs> yeah, there was no need. And it was a little too runny, so I think I need to use the immersion blender because, uh, what do you call it? The the regular blender, uh, it doesn't work. The design of the blade is not good enough, which means it would have to be more liquid for it to be able to turn. Unless you have like a Vitamix, you know. That's an amazing one, amazing blender. I've tried two or three of the good one. I forgot the square looking one. I forgot what it's called, but Vitamix. And uh, to me, actually a square container makes no sense. Uh, round is, uh, anyway, but the Vitamix. Even the way it's designed, actually, it's kind of the apple of a blender, from my perspective. Amazing, amazing design, and the way it works. So that would not be the same with that, or with the the kind of food processor, the Robo 
rubber machine that uh, Pilar has that would work as well because the design of the blade is better. But then at the same time, it's a very cheap blender that she has that's quite old. <coughs> and then I'm like, I guess I could try the Vitamix. I think it still works. The, the old, old one she has. I don't know. Oh yeah, because there's no lid. I think that's why I wasn't trying it, but I might try that. I don't think it's leaking. I'll do a test, but maybe the next time I'll I'll use that. And the one thing I don't like about that either, that I don't like about it, yeah, is that it's harder to clean, which means you leave more in it. Than an immersion blender, it's easy to clean. You know. Anyway. But I'll be making, uh, yeah, I'll be making uh, hummus now until uh, until the end. <clears throat> so you have again very very thin layer, una capita de nubes, very thin layer of clouds, nubes, una nube, nuvoloso, nublado. Sorry, nuvoloso is Italian. Nublado means uh, overcast or cloudy. Hoy no es más. Apenas está nublado. It's barely, barely the cast, but you can definitely feel the sun. And so, oh, and I want to get some popcorn. I've really enjoyed, you know, my little spray, my little treat, the spray bottle with the soy sauce and water solution. I really like. I like that umami flavor on there. And if I had nutritional yeast, I would definitely put that in there. <coughs> Maybe even try to make the concoction actually to blend the nutritional yeast with the soy sauce and water and then uh, sieve it. You know, because in a spray bottle it has to be pretty pretty clean. And then you can use what doesn't get through into your stew. So no waste. And speaking of no waste, I think maybe I'll finish on that because I'm bubbling off here. Obviously, you know, when I, well, no, when I broke the glass stuff, I recycled it, but uh, there may have been something that, oh yeah, the, the old popcorn, she had some popcorn that was horrible, it was so rancid. I don't know how old it was. And so I threw it away, so I had to go to the trash for that. But outside of that, my trash bag has like two, three ping pong balls. I have no, almost no trash. I will generate almost no trash. Of course, you know, plastic and all that stuff, heck yes. You know, and I recycle it. So to me, I feel, yeah, I feel a little nuanced about it. Because, yeah, there's a possibility that some of that stuff is not, you know, making it out. But that's not the point. And the point is that I'm enjoying, you know, making that effort, like wherever I go. I will separate, so maybe I'm German at heart, actually. Yeah? Maybe that's why I'm learning German. Because, you know, they are quite, you know, square. And I think in some aspect, respects, I'm quite square myself. And recycling is definitely or reducing waste. You know, not because it's better for the environment, just because it makes sense to me. And for whatever reason, this idea of reducing, you know, using less, Reducing your footprint 
is something that I like. I like the idea of that. Like the washing with one to two liters of water. I like that. You know, it's not as clean as if I was to take a shower. It doesn't feel as good. But it actually feels better in that I'm using so little water and I'm getting the job done. You know? <laughs> so, all those things. All those little things that I seem to invest time and energy because it's a value to me. It's important. They, they, they accumulate, you know? And I think it's important to separate doing something as a means to an end because of some kind of ambition instead of just doing it because it just makes sense. And the making sense is the criteria by which you make a decision, not because, oh, no, not as some kind of opportunity and not that there's anything wrong with it. And I do believe I am myself quite an opportunist, but... That at times, you know, every, everything is kind of uh, so much centered about oneself. And and I guess I can't quite connect those things that I'm doing in myself outside of, you know, feeling good. But when looking at what I'm doing, you know, it's, I mean, it's, I'm not accumulating wealth. You know, I'm not getting, you know, I can't make that connection between me doing those things and how is that. But I feel like my well-being uh, and it's more line, it's more congruent. Ooh, I just almost tripped on the root here. So, yeah, and that seems to be quite important. So I think, you know, if I ever get to a place where I meet somebody, I think it would be so important. I was actually listening to a podcast by uh, uh, Paco and uh, uh, Paco and Roy on Oyo Lamos, and they were talking about mistakes, you know, not to make on first dates. And they talked about, you know, not being so serious, not being so intense or asking things too personal, you know, on the first date at least, you know. And I realized I am quite, or I was quite intense. And uh, and I enjoyed the podcast because I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can see that. You know, the appreciating, even though to me, I like it. You know, I like the intensity. I like to know as much as possible, as quickly as possible to find out. Yes, you know, let's not beat around the bush. But there is a process for some of those things. You know, it, it takes time. And you, you have to kind of warm up and kind of feel where the room is at instead of going straight for it. So, but at the same time, you know, to kind of, uh, well, I guess, number one, finding out, you know, what kind of a relationship is that potentially, you know, meaning not, there's nothing here. So we're just going to have that one time. So let's make it as peaceful as possible. And let's get the hell out. Or could that become a friend or an acquaintance? Or could that become like a fuck buddy? Or could that become uh, an intimate companion? You know, somebody very special. And they're all good. They're all relevant. If you feel that there is in something in there for you, and that's through that connection, that you may get something out of it, you know? Me poor, and to podría sacar algo de eso. Why not? You know, we're adult. I remember talking to um, Alex, him talking about this woman. I was like, dude, if you want to fuck somebody, go fuck somebody. Go meet somebody, you adult. You know, just what's wrong with that? It doesn't have to be this noble white knight and you don't have to be this kind of role. Just, yeah, just own what you want. And if she doesn't, 
then maybe the idea that maybe it's a good thing to know that to bring it out in the open and so that you're clear and then you don't end up doing something where you realize later well maybe that wasn't such a good idea you know but then again you didn't you didn't do you didn't hit the red flags or you didn't even allow them to come up so yeah think for me to realize you know kind of where i am uh, definitely with Jenny stand that more but I mean with well with Pilar it was different. I was so enamored. I mean you estabatan enamorado. No hay color. I mean you know it's night and day. So I, I can't compare those two. But with Jenny, you know, there was stuff where I just kind of kept it quiet, kept it tucked, you know. And she was quite straightforward. And I really liked that, which is really ironic. On one hand there was somebody who was basically doing it and there I wasn't. You know, and there was again that fear, that doubt, you know, the idea of having something and not wanting to lose it. So I'm hoping, you know, that I've learned something in terms of uh, what's to lose. And then what, if anything, does a fear of losing or the doubt brings that is a value that makes it more. It just doesn't. So it's like jump in that cold water, motherfucker. Just jump and let's see what happens. And I, and, I, and I know, actually I know the answer. I haven't done it, but that I'm sure. That it'll be fine. It'll be just fine. And it'll be better. And it'll be like, trust the feedback, trust the process. Do your part, show yourself, you know, open up and then let the other person and then feel, you know, is there chemistry here? You know, and if not, then honor that because what do you think is going to happen? by you not bringing it to the light. It's gonna come out one way or the other. You know, you can shut up, you know, try to hold your breath. How long can you do that? So that's my goal, moving forward. And actually, you know, whether male or female, you know, like on the Camino to, to I, was, I had this image earlier, you know, about, you have those people, they're gonna ask you the same old cliche question, which is, you know, I'm, I'm just not interested. In most of the time, you know, if I am, it's one thing, but if I'm not, if like, if I don't want to engage in that, then how do I respectfully to me and to the other person answer in a way that's going to be satisfactory, you know, and to be considerate to both parties. I don't want to make, I don't want to pull the guy's leg, you know, just to, just to make fun of him because I can, but at the same time, I'm a smarter. So to have that element of a, of a goof, which is part of me in social setting, that's just the way that I am, but to be light and to not poke too hard. So, but still, I, I am a poker, you know? And, you know, I've definitely, I've learned that some people, it's so interesting for most people, my humor can become oof, un poco pesada, a little bit heavy, you know? But I remember with Ricardo, the lawyer from uh, Barcelona, you know, with whom I spent so many days. And even the gals, Nora and Dorito from last year, that they were, they were not phased off by, uh, by my humor. It was like, anyway, interesting. So, but like I said, at the same time, you know, there are some people who do not have a sense of humor. There are such a thing, you know, and to be respectful. And I think I'll finish on that note here. 
Oh, interesting, it just came up that I'm saying that about talking about the different kind of people. Kind of taking taking scope, you know, in terms of what I see happening around me in the world. You know, there's two camps. It seems to be kind of like a kind of spiritual or artistic and in a psycho-scientific scientific camp. You know, the way you're looking at, for instance, Ricky Gervais, you know, an atheist, you know, somebody who's very rational, believe in science, believe that everything is going to be understood and that science, you know, is... There's just nothing better. And then there's the other one, you know, that it's like it's about faith, it's about belief. So, you know, you have this kind of two field to where two different muscles. One is way more left-sided and one is more right-sided. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if there were tests done that you would find those people who are more religious, more artsy, you know, more spiritual, to be more developed on the right side of the brain. And the scientific, you know, psychology, the, the understanding, the reason, philosophy, that'll be more on the left. And to be honest, I don't even actually know where I am on that spectrum because it's not like you're one or the other. But it just seems that it is natural for us to lean on a strong muscle and to keep exercising it instead of going to where the weakness is and then to actually focus on that. I think it's unnatural to do that. And so, you know, having those kind of field. And obviously, the, the rational people, they're not going to not be rational, you know. So, and I guess, I don't know, regardless, but I had that, an interesting image about those two camps and the way that I paint them. Where would I put myself? Hmm. I mean, I am quite... I don't, honestly, I don't know, because I am definitely quite rational in a lot of things. But yet, I think under I, I think overall I'm more I'm more emotional. I think I'm more on the right side. Yeah, for sure. Even more so in this part of my life because I've become so much more skeptical and cynical about my mind. I just don't give much. I don't give much heed to to my thinking, to to what the thoughts and all that stuff. I don't think it's that amazing. So I am more into feeling. So yeah, I guess possibly I've always been that anyway, being very sensitive. I think it's almost kind of a telltale sign. Kind of thinking about Pilar, actually, yeah, because obviously her being a doctor, but she definitely has quite a, you know, scientific slant on that, which would make sense, of course, you know. And also those people who can do the studying and all that stuff, you know, who have this very strong mind, kind of organizational skill and, you know, thinking. So, yeah, those people are just more in there anyway. So I think that's good enough for now. So I'm going to stop by this almond tree here. All the flowers are gone. Now they're going to get the fruits out. Anyway, so guys, let's see. Yep. Okay, hold on and lock it. So peace and love wherever you are. I'm on my way down now, back to the house. So peace and love. Ciao, ciao.